Hello and welcome to Proximo's weekly podcast. This is your host, Paige Chisholm, reporting from London. Today is Monday, September 13th, and here are your top stories this week. Strategic Capital Fund Management has formed the data center investment platform, Strategic Datasphere, to acquire and develop data center real estate assets across North America and Europe, including through sale leaseback transactions with leading technology, communications, cloud, enterprise, and public sector tenants. Datasphere has received initial commitments of up to 500 million of equity capital from its US-based investment partner, which is expected to support more than 1.5 billion of data center investments and may be supplemented with additional equity commitments over time. The platform is led by Brian Marsh, formerly of Digital Realty Trust, DLR, and head of data centers and strategic capital. Barclays Capital and PJ Solomon Securities served as financial advisors and placement agents to strategic capital on the transaction, while Morrison and Forrester and Barnett, Bolt, Kirkwood, Long, Coke, and Forrester served as legal counsel. Starwood Energy Group Global has entered into an investment partnership with North American Renewable Natural Gas Project Developer, FairQ RNG Incorporated. The new platform will develop and acquire RNG projects in all stages, ranging from early development to operating projects. The new FairQ RNG platform is majority owned by Starwood Energy. FairQ will contribute its projects, team, and development expertise, while Starwood Energy will contribute its existing farm-based RNG investments and fund the platform. FairQ's current pipeline of RNG projects spans through landfill gas, animal waste, and wastewater. Digital Bridge Group has reached an agreement to sell its wellness infrastructure business to Highgate Capital Investments and Aurora Health Network in a transaction valued at 3.2 billion US dollars. The total consideration includes 226 million in cash, a 90 million five-year seller note, as well as the assumption of 2.6 billion in consolidated investment level debt and 294 million of subsidiary level debt. The wellness business is composed of a portfolio of more than 300 facilities across senior housing, skilled nursing, medical office buildings, and hospitals. Its sale represents the final step in Digital Bridges' digital transformation, which has seen six non-digital legacy segments monetized in the last two years. The sale is expected to complete in early 2022. Digital Bridge was advised on the transaction by Barclays and Wilkie Farr and Gallagher. Highgate and Aurora were served by Deutsche Bank Securities and Latham and Watkins. In the Middle East and Africa, Kuwait's Ministry of Electricity and Water has invited pre-qualified bidders to submit proposals for the second phase of the planned Doha desalinization plant. With a bid submission deadline of October 5th, the project is being tendered as an EPC contract with operation and maintenance. The 388 million US dollar first phase of the plant was awarded to Dusan Heavy Industries in 2015. In Senegal, Aramet's Grand Cote Operations, GCO, has signed an MOU with Cross Boundary Energy to deliver a 13 megawatt solar power plant with 8 megawatt battery storage to be located in the northwest of the country. Cross Boundary will design, build, and operate the plant that will power GCO's mineral sands production at its Diogo industrial site. The plant is scheduled to be commissioned in early 2023 and supply power under a 15-year distribution contract. In Niger, responses to requests for qualification, RFQs, are due from prospective developers for a 50-megawatt solar project being tendered by the country's Ministry of Petroleum, Energy, and Renewable Energy, MOE. RFQ documents were launched this month and responses are due on November 22nd. 
a scheme will be developed under the International Finance Corporation's Scaling Solar Program. The government of Niger joined the program in mid-June, and the procurement process on a solar PV facility located in Gorubanda, on the outskirts of capital city of Niamey, has begun just under three months later. The IFC is expected to recruit further support from fellow group member MIGA to work with the Ministry of Energy and Niger's National Electricity Utility. The Scaling Solar Program began in Sub-Saharan Africa, where it first started off in Zambia in July of 2015. It spread across the continent and eventually entered the Asia-Pacific region through Uzbekistan. The program works to de-risk the power procurement process and enable private sector developers to compete on a like-for-like basis. Furthermore, the IFC provides both advisory and financial support at various stages of project development. In Asia this week, the oil and gas major Woodside has signed a hydrogen partnership agreement in South Korea, making it the only foreign direct investor participating in the establishment of the High Station Company, which aims to construct and operate hydrogen refueling stations to public service transport bus fleets in South Korea. Woodside will be joining South Korean state-owned gas company Kogas Hydroelectric Energy Fund, of which Hyundai Motor Company holds a majority share, Samsung CNT, Industrial Bank of Korea, and Hyundai Rotem. The Korea Development Bank agreed to provide some financing support for the newly established company. The high station parties anticipate their first hydrogen bus refueling station could be operational by the end of 2022. Investment in high station complements Woodside's investment in HiNet, a consortium building hydrogen refueling stations for passenger vehicles in South Korea. In Taiwan, Iberdrola has unveiled plans for three offshore wind developments with a combined potential capacity of 6 gigawatts. The three projects will be located in the country waters of Taichung, Chunghua, and Penggu on the west coast of Taiwan. Iberdrola advised that the water depths are appropriate for both fixed bottom and floating offshore wind technology. The company expects to enter the projects into the country's forthcoming zonal development auction rounds. And finally, Brookfield Asset Management is planning the sale of its Indian Toll Road platform, Peak Infrastructure, for 1.2 billion US dollars, inclusive of debt. The Canadian asset manager has begun talks with several investment bankers, and a formal mandate will be issued within the next week. According to the sources, the formal sale process will begin in the middle of October. For more breaking news in project finance, visit us at proximoinfra.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.